Thanks for joining us here on Napa Broadcasting. We're going to spend a few minutes talking about a really cool show that's coming to the Empress Theater in Vallejo, a stroll down Penny Lane, a live performance with Paul McCartney music, film, and a whole multimedia experience. The person that is front and center in all of this is our guest today, Joe Anastasi. Joe, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have you here. First of all, tell us a little bit about how you came to stroll down Penny Lane, how all of this came together. Well, the idea uh, was to uh, present the music of Paul McCartney, and uh, in many senses, his music um, is autobiographical. And so I came upon the idea of, well, let's, rather than creating a show that would have narrative, much narrative in between songs, kind of like what Bruce Springsteen has done on Broadway, I came upon the idea of, well, why don't I create films that will play um, while we're presenting a song uh, in concert, and the films will tell a story. Um, and so I came upon this idea of telling a story in uh, two or three minutes, um, uh, per song, you know, that limits me to maybe uh, two or 300 words, uh, but it's a really concise way of getting the essential elements across. And when you string that across uh, 25 or 30 songs, you you create um, uh, quite a story about the music of Paul McCartney, his life, his family, and and the origins, and uh, they create a spark that, that form the basis for these songs. So it really is an opportunity to hear the music, hear the songs, but also get the history that goes along with all of it. That's right. I mean, you can, you can, uh, there's many people who have written books and they're two or 300, 400 pages that tell some of these stories, but how, how, how much um, more interesting way of getting it across live while the songs are being presented and, um, and a film is being uh, presented at the same time, and you're seeing a kind of a theatrical experience. Talk a little bit about the film and give us a sense of that. Well, I started by accident. I, I came across this first. Uh, I, we did this. Uh, I did this arrangement of Mother Nature's Son, which was recorded in the '60s by the Beatles. And as I was uh, developing the, the the screenplay for it, I tripped across the the notion. Well. Here it was, 2 or 3 a.m. in the studio, just Paul with an acoustic guitar and Norman Smith, a recording engineer. And um, I came across the notion of, well, uh, depicting what was happening in the world at that time because I, I discovered that um, a book of uh, photographs that was taken by a Czech um, um, uh, photographer that depicted the, the the Prague invasion where the Russians or the Soviet Union was the tanks were rolling into Prague at that time and it was the discovery of the recording engineer that he had this really quiet really beautiful song being recorded and when they came out of the studio that's when he realized well that's this is what was happening at another part of the world and um, I, so I strung those two things together where you have kind of like a a two or three act uh, presentation in, in two or three minutes where you have the presentation of the song and then you have a presentation of a really a big surprise for the audience about these these photographic images uh, happening in, in, in Prague. Um, and uh, so, so that was the, the, the genesis. And then later we discovered um, a way to uh, connect with an animator out of Barcelona to create animation for to, to depict other films. One of the things that's unique about this, of course, is that you had so much music to choose from, so many songs. Right. So he's written uh, with John and with others uh, and with frag counting fragments. There's 500 songs. And, uh, you know, some people have asked, well, do you do a deep dive and, 
Yeah, we, we do a couple songs that have never been performed live by Paul, um, but the audience also really wants to uh, hear and uh, experience the songs that they know so well. So mostly it's going to be from, um, you know, the, the works from the 60s and 70s, but we have songs that include, uh, you know, Little Richard numbers um, like Long Tall Sally and Kansas City, Hey, 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 uh, going back to 1957. And we have songs going through um, the Wings era, including Band on the Run and uh, the Tug of War and Venus and Mars uh, albums when Paul, you know, had his career after the Beatles as well. And talk a little bit about audience reaction to this. You've been doing it for a while. How have audiences responded to this? A couple of ways. One is, um, uh, let me see, there's three things I think I want to share. First is, there's um, a couple of films, songs that we present where it's, uh, the consistent response is the audience, it brings tears to the, uh, or it causes somebody to cry. Because the, the, there's such a poignancy to some of the stories when it touches upon Paul's relationship with John and some of the songs where, where, uh, where Paul actually was communicating um, his feelings to John after John died, um, but he did it by way of a song. And so it touches the audiences in that way. Um, and then secondly, you know, it touches on nostalgia. This uh, brings people back. If we're showing something that's, uh, you know, also was being presented at, uh, by Ed Sullivan in the first show, um, you know, that brings back people's memories. You know, there's 73 million Americans that were watching TV that, that night. Um, and so bring it, it's, there's a big nostalgic aspect to that. So, um, and then there's also humor in the show. So there's there are times where you know you really get the you really hear the belly laughs come from the audience. So it's 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 quite it's quite um, there's quite a an array of uh, emotions that are really being experienced. And one of the things that also happens is that the audience le- is learning a lot about music and how music evolves and how it's developed. Yeah. So uh, I, so here you go. So I put a little bit of music theory in here, and but I put it into with a lot of. A, um, dollops of sugar and honey. All right, so you're going to get, there'll be a little bit about what makes you uh, feel so moved. Uh, there are certain things in music um, um, that that uh, go back, in, you know, basically to the law of physics and nature, but it really, uh, the human beings, just like all other animals, were, were tuned to listening. And so um, music has evolved, and Paul figured this out and understands the circle of sense and all these things that causes you to be so moved by um, either the music, but because of expected changes in the music, and also to become moved by unexpected things uh, or unexpected changes. And so we point some of those things out, but in a way on film that you, you know, if you're interested, it's it's like a, an aha moment, um, but it's also getting across information in a very accessible way. So there is that educational aspect to it as well. And tell us a little bit about your story, how you personally came to this and, and why it has such meaning for you. Well, the thing is, um, uh, you know, like many people, this this music has, um, is a, you know, this may be a cliche by this time, but, you know, it forms a soundtrack to our lives. Um, and so it, it has for my life. And um, um, I've, I've always liked the music. I've always liked uh, presenting it. But um, uh, the, tr- the the real trick was to figure out um, how to write and present uh, the stories by way of a screenplay and then translate that into film 
and then thread all that together into a show um, that um, that presents the music. Because of course, you know, we, we 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 can do the arrangements very very well, but we're not Paul McCartney, and we can present the music in a stellar fashion, but we're not the Beatles. But we leave the audience with. Uh, really something else, which is this, these little information tidbits. I guarantee that even the most astute, knowledgeable Beatles fan will come away with some learning about something um, they heard or saw in the show that they just didn't know. And it's because of this kind of deep dive and bringing out these nuggets in a really uh, 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 you know, interesting way. Talk a little bit about the details. This is happening Saturday night, February 2nd, at the Empress Theater over in Vallejo. Yes, it's in downtown Vallejo, so 8 p.m., and um, uh, we look forward to uh, being there. Uh, And also, you know, just as an aside, we'll be in Napa uh, uh, much later uh, in March, on March 23rd as well. And where in Napa will that performance be held? Uh, it'll be at the uh, Jam Cellar Ballroom at the right. Marguerite uh, uh, Mondavi right. Theater. Downtown. Great, yeah. great. Yeah. And that's March 23rd. But no reason to uh, wait till yeah. then. The show is coming up in just uh, a week and a half, February 2nd at 8 p.m. at the Empress Theater over in Vallejo. Joe Anastasi, I thank you so very much for spending time with us today. Thank you. And let's wrap it up by listening to a clip from a stroll down Penny Lane. This is Joe Anastasi in Long and Winding Road. The long and winding road that leads to your door will never disappear I've seen that road It always leads me here Lead me to your door The wild and windy night That the rain washed away
standing here 